Welcome to Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today we have the pleasure of interviewing country music recording artist, Angela Oliver. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Definitely. Thanks for having me. Now I heard, you know, rumor has it that you have this hot new album out. I was catching a little bit of it just a little while ago. Tell us a little bit about it. Yes, so it is a new EP that was just released, um, and right now, currently, being promoted to radio. Uh, My single off the album, which is Ghost in This Town, is self-titled Angela Oliver, and it can be um, downloaded on all digital platforms, as well as you can hear um, song clips of it on my website at AngelaOliverMusic.com. That's awesome. You know, I was listening, you know, I'll tell you what, I, I had the pleasure of meeting this young lady about 10 years ago, and we've crossed paths over the years, and a very talented overall performer. I mean, not just in country music, but I'll tell you, a great show. So if you get a chance to go see her, by the way, make sure to go see her and check out her album. I've listened to about part bits and parts of three or four of the songs, and a couple of them uh, completely. I mean, did who put this together? Did you write all this? Um, I wrote five of the six songs on there, and uh, Kimo Forrest um, was uh, the producer on this and did a lot of the instrumentation, so um, it was quite a collaboration, but this is something I had been wanting to do for quite some time, and I feel very proud of it. I feel that, um, you know, it definitely speaks um, from my heart, so... I think that's how you are. I mean, you, it comes through in your music. Um, when you see you live, that's just that's just what you get. I mean, I I know this isn't your first rodeo by any means, and right. uh, you know you coming out and and just dropping a bombshell full of songs again is something I think that's really cool. Are you going to have a music video going with us too? I am working on an EPK, and then I'm looking at also doing a, a music video uh, very soon as well. So definitely some things like that in the near future, working on all that. So definitely. I also just had my, um, what do you call it, my EP release party. It was at Douglas Corner on the 12th. We had a great turnout, um, and it was just so much fun. I actually... I uh, was uh, honored to have Mr. Richie McDonald, the Lone Star, actually perform a song with me as well as introduce me that evening. So it was quite a magical night. That is really awesome. I'm sorry I missed that. Um, I, I tell you what, you have another party that comes around or whatever, so you know if I'm in town, I will be there. Um, Sounds great. But So tell us a little bit about what you put into this, in this EP. Um, so this is a collaboration of different songs that I've written with various songwriters, and, um, you know, they come from life experiences, um, as most country songs seem to. <laughs> You've been there, done that, so you're right about it, and uh, so that's where a lot of these songs came from for me, was a life experience or something I had been through, and writing the song about it really helps you to heal um, and also in the, in the process of that it helps others heal as well because maybe a lot of people can relate to the music and maybe it's something they're going through too and it's nice to know you're not alone that someone understands where you're coming from so that's what I really tried to portray um, with this album was that this song these songs are real it's about real life real people and 
you know, so I think there's something for everybody in there to relate to because a lot of the songs are just so, you know, a matter of fact, they're just so um, real and down to earth. So, like I said, I think they're very relatable. Oh, definitely. And, and, and I think that's a big point. And I, and I stressed this the other day on another show that a lot of times people have to see that they're not the only one going through this. Right, right. So you putting it out and, you know, some of your songs, hey, man, look, you know, I did this. You know, the girl or guy down the street did this. No matter what it happens to be, you know, you, you, you're going through it, too. And I think when people realize maybe they're not alone, that's a really big deal. And that they can make it through it. That's a really big deal. Yes. Now, tell exactly. us a little bit about Ghost in Town, in, in this town, because I kind of that has a really... That has almost that uh, Reba McIntyre feel to it and several of her songs that she'd written in the day. And so it kind of really, uh, I'll tell you what, that's really cool. Thanks. Well, the 90s were my favorite time in country music. Um, I just thought there were so many unique artists. Everyone had their sound. And, it, you know, it, there was a lot of really incredible female vocalists, male vocals that came out of that time period. And so I probably, that's probably my most favorite time in country music. And um, you had your powerhouses, you had your Martina McBride, your Trisha Yearwood. And those are the people that I actually, you know, look to as, um, you know, mentors for me because, you know, they are where I want to be and they are so phenomenal at their craft. And so I completely respect them. And so, you know, I um, I try to really watch and see what they do and, you know, taking a lot of things from them, you know, so. Absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah, not, not to bring up any big names or anything. <laughs> I mean, right, right, exactly. You, you know, when, when you were growing up, what kind of music did you listen to? And like, who were, when you were, you were like, a, you know, did this just come into country music as, as a young girl? Because I know you're a Texas girl, right? Right, correct. And what, what did you, who did you well, listen to when you, when you, when you were younger? What, what got your attention to jump into music and want to sing? Well, I listen to all sorts of music. Um, I mean, I love classic rock. I love country. I love disco. And I mean, I have such a, an eclectic taste for music. But, you know, the greats that really inspired me when I was young, the Dolly Parton, the Crystal Gales, you know, the Kenny Rogers, and, you know, Eddie Rabbit, and uh, Stevie Nicks, and Journey. I mean, God, there's so many amazing artists and bands that, um, just drew me to music, and I just I fell in love. I was definitely smitten, and I knew that this was something I had to do. And you mentioned Stevie Nicks. I've heard you do Stevie, and you do a fantastic job at it. Um, Thank you. Know, you. I mean, that, that's a, that's a, you you do. And I, I'll tell you, you just brought up a name that not many people uh, bring up today. It's uh, totally underrated as Eddie Rabbit, singer and a songwriter. Um, yeah. that's amazing that, see that eclectic reach of songs, I think that puts it into your, what you sing and how you sing and seeing you perform and listening to some of your album, your EP, uh, I'm old. I still say albums, you know? <laughs> yes, I know. I, I understand. <laughs> so remember records, there was records with those little itty bitty things that I don't mean to CD. <laughs> um, right, but, right. Exactly. You know, but no, when, when you, and you can feel when you put that 
part and heart and soul into a song or into an EP uh-huh. and and your performances. So it shows in the people that rubbed on to you. And, right, you exactly. Know, and, and have, yeah, they're definitely influences. Yeah, that that's definitely, and, and yet you make your own piece out of it. What made you, um, I mean, you, you're such a very polished performer. I can't state that enough. I've said it before. And, no, uh, but what, what, where was your experiences in like, tell us a little bit about your career. Well, I think, you know, um, just doing this from a young age and getting out there and performing on stage, you know, um, you learn from that and, you know, you're going to make mistakes and have a lot of bumps and bruises, but that's what makes you better is that, you know, going through all of that because it's not always going to be a perfect situation. You're not always going to have the sound system, you know, to where it's exactly where you can hear it or it's perfect or the, somebody may not know the song completely and they go on another tangent, you know, you just have to be confident in what you're doing and be the leader and get up there and do what you do. And that takes time. That takes time to get to that point and build that confidence. So the more, you know, I did that and just performed and performed and performed, the more comfortable uh, I became because you go through different experiences each time and then you realize how to deal with that. So, you know, overcoming those is the biggest thing and not to make it seem bigger than it is. And more so often, I think and that's I part of the trick. Yeah, and more often than not, it's not perfect. You know, no, I, no. I think that people realize is. that more, you know, if, if you come off with a night that you say, man, everything was 85%, you're like, uh, 90%, you're like, oh my gosh, this was phenomenal. You know, I think, right. I think you just pointed out something I don't think anybody's ever brought up in anybody I've ever interviewed um, in all the years I've interviewed and, and done things is that everything's not perfect in a night. Even your best nights, you know, you know, you can make better. But when it comes off and things are pretty solid, you're a pretty happy camper. Right. But but you're always doing a lot of work and adjusting to things. And I tell a lot of young entertainers, I think you, you you have more experience in the entertainment side than I do that, you know, things aren't going to be perfect and they have to adapt because every building's different, every venue's different. Right. And I think that's what shows where, you know, some of the things where you've performed uh, inside, outside, you know, big, small, everything. Tell us some of the people you've performed with. Um, I have performed with uh, Larry Stewart, Keith Burns with Trick Pony, um, of course, Richie McDonald with Lone Star, um, let's see, I have some of them on my website there. Oh, T. Graham Brown. Um, so I, I've, I've had the pleasure with working and uh, being on the stage with some really great entertainers, performers, and it's an honor. And I've worked with some great songwriters and musicians and producers. So, you know, I think going through all that, you know, one thing that is important to me is that you stay humble and that you never get a big head and that you always remember where you came from, no matter to what level of success you may have, because as easy as it comes, it can go. And it's a talent that I've been given um, and I've been blessed with. And it I'm just the manager of it. You know, it's, 
God was kind enough to give me a gift, and all I want to do is just be able to share it with the world. I, I definitely agree with everything you just said. You, yeah, you don't buy that out of a box of Cracker Jacks. Um, no. You know, you, it, when you bring something to the show, though, I think that people, you know, want to come home. When they, when they buy a ticket to see you or they come to a venue to see you, they want to see somebody who cares and enjoys themselves and puts themselves into it and gives the, the, the very best they can be. And, you know, and I, I feel like, you know, it's funny that, that watching you on stage, you, you seem like you really love it and enjoy it up there, you know, the times I've seen you perform. And I think that's something that is, uh, it shows in your music when an entertainer can provide that. And granted, we're not always 100%, you know, so I know that right. obviously you go through the, you know, whether you got a cold or allergies or whatever it happens to be, flu or whatever, but I think that, you know, portraying it as 100% to your audience is a really big deal, and you really seem to do that, and that's that's something that I think that uh, a lot of people today can look at and, and take great example from, and I, and I really mean that, is that, you know, you, you come off as, you know, really loving, and I know you do love it, so it's just not coming off of that. But I mean, what makes right. what makes you enjoy it so much? What you, you have a great interaction with your crowds and everything else. What's what's your uh, wind up in this? What what's your rewards of of you being an entertainer that you are? Well, I can honestly say, um, you know, I had my own trials in my life. Things I've been through. We all have our baggage and things that we, you know, have dealt with in our life. And music has been a an outlet for me for that. Um, and it has definitely helped heal me. Um, and so when I get up there, I'm in another world. I get lost in what I'm doing and performing, and it's just me and the audience. And I look in their eyes as I'm up there, and I, I watch them, and I watch their body language, and I see how the words I'm saying or how I'm singing it and the melody, how it moves them. I can see it in their eyes. And that connection that we're sharing, it is so powerful. And what's awesome to me is how you can take somebody who comes in and acts like, you know, either they couldn't, you know, like, I really don't want to be here. I'm only here because somebody brought me here or they're having a bad day um, or maybe, you know, they're dealing with something like, a loved one is going through a terminal illness or whatever the case may be, you know, and that you can, for that however long that you're performing, you can take them out of that realm for a moment and just make them be right here, right now, in the present. They're not thinking about the past. They're not thinking about the future. They're thinking about right here and right now. And I think that's what is so powerful about music for me. Because it forces me to do the same thing. Because we can all get caught up with, uh, you know, oh gosh, what what am I going to do tomorrow? And how am I going to get here? How am I going to, you know, and all these goals and things you want to achieve. And then thinking about your past, where you've been, you know, uh, it can it can wear you down. Right. But when you're in that moment, you don't have time to think about all that. All you think about is what's going on right now in that connection. And because of that, you you're there 100% because you're not split with 33% over there, 50% in the past, you know, you know, you're all there and you're in it. And that's what makes it so powerful in my opinion. 
so you're so you're feeling what the crowds what you're what, what the crowds feeling off of you is what you're feeding off of too. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, it's definitely a connection that you have. I mean, maybe even if you just single somebody out in the audience that you can read, and you know, by performing, you learn how to read people. You see people, and you see their their way they move, the way they react. Are they are they listening? Are they talking to their neighbor? Are they you know, fidgeting, or you, are they locked on you? You know, you, there are just those signals that you come to know as an entertainer, especially um, if you are in an intimate setting where you can actually interact with your audience. You know, maybe you can go down into the audience or the stage is close enough to them to you can actually interact with them. You can really get to know them on such a deeper level, even though we've never spoken. You know, and I don't know where they come from. We may not even speak the same language. We, you know, come from different backgrounds, different beliefs. But for that 30 minutes or that two hours or whatever it is, we are on the same page. Right. And, I, and, and, I've, and I've seen you on touring shows when, when you're covering a broad spectrum of music and people are coming in and they're there for 90 minutes or whatever. And all of a sudden, just pick up a crowd, and and they don't might not know you from anywhere. And I mean, I've I've sat in the crowd and seen this myself, and seen all of a sudden you have the house rocking, <clears throat> or get down uh -huh. and, and get down and connect with somebody in the front row or whatever. Uh, you you've done it with friends of mine, and that are now friends of yours. <laughs> you're right, you're right. And and I think that's really cool because I think when when you go and you have people that are entertaining and they come out for something like that is really cool when they feel like hey look you're singing right to them and everything else uh -huh. so with you right now with coming out with this ep and ghost in this town you know circulating on a radio thing which is really really cool um i'm trying to think of i i'm trying to think of the station somebody told me this was just on in nashville help me out with this angela um there was this wasn't there a station that was just running this uh, yes, um, I just went on the Country Giant 94.7 out of Cookville, and we did a live performance up there, um, Chemo and I did, and we did Just Another Song and Ghost in This Town, so that was a lot of fun, I enjoyed that immensely, so, and Philip Gibbons was the um, DJ as well as the PD, so, um, pleasure meeting him as well, so it was a fun day. That's really cool. I mean, you know, it, it, it's a hard-hitting song. I, I feel it kind of you brought a little bit of the past and mixed it with present and future to put this particular song together. Because, like I said, it kind of right. has a, kind of a Reba feel to it with a, uh -huh. uh, with a you know, like I said, it's a past, present, and future feel of it. And I, I, I like the song. I think it kind of reaps into, you know, things going around bends and corners. That's kind of really cool. And you make a good point. Um, is there any specifics that went into this song? Basically, um, you know, when you come from a small town, and I've lived in a small town before, um, and, you know, a lot of people know who you are. They know everything about you. They know all your business. And, you know, you want to run away from that and get away from that because maybe you don't want everyone to know everything you do of every, you know. And so you can run from your past, but you can't hide that whenever you go back there, it's always there. 
you know, and people are going to talk about it and talk about you and talk about, you know, what you did, what what you shouldn't have done. And so that's kind of what this song is about. It's kind of have, you know, skeletons in your closet, so to speak, you know. Yeah, so, I, I have a joke to ask that everybody's got skeletons in their closet. Uh, yeah, I, you know, and you know, some of them all got out. Only with a few select people, um, you know. But I, right. I, I had I had to, I had to draw that background. I got into politics. <laughs> right, but, exactly. Uh, and this show definitely doesn't do politics. Um, but no, that that's that's true, and it's a great point. Um, you know, so so what's coming up for Angela Oliver? And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. With country music recording artist Angela Oliver talking about her brand new album, Angela Oliver, and her song Ghost in This Town that's circulating right now. Tell us what you have coming up, Angela. Well, I am working on several things. Like I said, I'm working on my EPK, working on a uh, video to also go with um, one of the, uh, the single. We're looking at what will be the next single to be released, as well as more as performances to come. And uh, working closely with CCB Nashville to look at maybe even following up with another album, you know, within the coming year. So, you know, just you start planning you know, for the things to come and you just get out there and you're, you know, you try everything you can to get this out there, get it heard, let people know about you and on social media and everything. So, which is something I'm trying to get better at, Char, because I got to tell you, I'm not the greatest at social media, <laughs> but I am definitely doing my best. This is a new day and age. Right, it is. And um, I guess I'm old school. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, so I'm definitely trying to beef that up. And uh, so people can get to know me a little more. And uh, I guess I'm not used to putting out what I'm doing every second of every day. Hey, I'm going to the grocery store. Or, hey, I'm going <laughs> to the studio. Or, hey, I'm doing this. Or, I'm doing that. You know, I guess in my mind, I'm like, why does everyone want to know if I'm doing stuff like that? You know? But people do. And I want to know so, what kind of sandwich you're having tomorrow on Twitter. And yes, exactly. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I know, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's silly, I know. But they really do. They feel like they get to know you better as a person and not just some uh, intangible thing that they can't ever see or touch or anything. This way they can have some sort of connection with you. It's like, oh, they're a real person. You know, oh, they're just doing what I'm doing, you know, and or whatever. And and it's so true. So, and with social media and the way the Internet is, it allows people to connect all over the world. Well, I could be in that's really my cool. living room. Yeah. And somebody else in their living room, right, you know, over in Ireland. And, you know, we can strike up a conversation and uh, a friendship, you know, just and never even have shook each other's hands. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, and considering, you know, when I grew up, if you didn't know someone in the field before I ever got into the entertainment field, you know, the closest you ever got was a concert in the fifth row, 92nd row, whatever it happened to be. You felt like you were right there. So to be able to yeah. literally say, hi, how are you in the morning? And your favorite entertainer, Angel Oliver, answers you back and says, wow, you know, good morning to you. And you're like, oh, my gosh. You know, yeah, I mean, exactly. Really cool. Exactly. Now, I heard rumors that you might be sometime along the way possibly putting a tour together. Yes, um, it would be a radio tour is what I'm looking at doing right now. So I would just visit the various radio stations and um, 
can do with them what I'm doing with you, which is interview and also uh, promote the album to try to get that, um, you know, more out there, um, as well as I am working on some some shows as well. So that's to, to be determined at this time. So <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a full-time job trying to maintain and put all this together. How many so, hats do you have? How many hats do you wear, Angela? <laughs> I wear I wear a lot of hats. Definitely, you have to. You cannot be uh, a one trick pony. <laughs> right, you just cannot. Sure. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm so glad that you came on the show today because of the fact I've been I've been looking forward to having you on and you know whether thank you you know and and no I mean it is it's truly a pleasure because of the fact that I mean you get out when I when I saw that you had a new album coming out a new EP coming out. And, you know, and it was just released and I was like, man, I miss this. I definitely got to get you on the show. And I reached out, you know, and I, I appreciate you getting I know you to need them. to get one of the albums. I'm going to, my dear. You and I are going to get caught up very soon. And and I'll, yes. I'll definitely, I'll definitely, uh, or I'll order one, you know, as soon as I can, you know, as soon as I get a chance, I'll, I'll put all the ordering information out there. Please tell everybody where all your social media is, by the way, where everybody can catch you out on so social media. So go check out the website at www.angelaolivermusic.com um, for pictures and for songs and for bio and all kinds of stuff on there. And then you can download the music, iTunes, CD Baby, um, Reverb Nation, I'm sure it's got a, it. It's on all the digital streams um, as well. So you can listen to it on YouTube. You can listen to it on Spotify. So... Yeah, but if you want to own it and download the entire EP, you can go and do that as well. And that way you can play it over and over and over and over again. I strongly, highly suggest that. You know, it, it's it's funny that, as as you say, life brings you around to different things. And, and every couple of years, I'll run into you or see you somewhere. And and it's it's funny, you're always doing something additional to what I saw you do, do before. You know, your music, right. you always seem like your music always expands, you know, and you'll do some old stuff, which you do. Look, this girl can rock. You know, there's a funny thing. I always sit there and say, if Martina McBride wasn't a country music legend, she'd have been a rock and roll star and right. because of her voice. And you are one of those type people that you, you if you weren't doing so much country music, because you, you can do almost everything. And that's crazy to say, oh. but, you know. I mean that. I've heard you do rock, pop, like you said, disco. I've heard you sing a bunch mm -hmm. of that besides tons of country, past and present. And so I think that, you know, when people go out and see you, they'll be very, they, they won't be surprised because if they've heard it from, you know, anybody who knows you or, or sees you in concert, but they'll say, oh my gosh, you man, you know, she all of a sudden pulls this out of the hat and right. throws it in there. You know? And I think that's really cool because when you go to a concert today, Somebody sings a song and you go, wow, you know, I didn't know that that was in their, in their bag of tricks. And right, I think you're one right. of those people that all of a sudden, and I, and I don't know, I know obviously with a band you have to, you know, they know, well, hey, look, I'm doing whatever, but they know that you're going to do that. And you bring out that song and they're like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Mm -hmm. and well, I think go ahead. years, 
the years of performing um, in, in bars and clubs, lounges, um, and several, you know, all different sorts and sizes of venues, you have to play cover songs because that's what people want to hear. I mean, yes, you can throw in your originals as well, but you have to play covers. And because I played in so many various locations um, and places with different age groups, it was always best to play a variety of everything so there was something for everybody. It also guaranteed you more work when you did something like that instead of just doing country or just doing rock or pop or whatever. You know, you, you put a little bit of everything in there and then, you know, you can reach several demographics of people, not just, especially if you have a place that has that, where you have from young to old. So... You know, you want to cover. You want to be able to cover it for everybody, so they can everyone can enjoy the music. Right. If and you, if you're playing the just fair, just makes you more diverse anyway. Absolutely. If yeah, if you're playing the fair somewhere and you have five thousand yeah. people there, you might have you know grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, children, grandchildren, whatever there. So right. You a little bit for everybody. Right. Exactly. Now, let me ask you a question, because I, I do highly respect you as an entertainer and a singer. What do you suggest to young talent coming up that, uh, you know, they want to be, you know, an entertainer like you and they want to sing and they want to become a music recording artist and everything else? What are some of the things, that, you know, you, you suggest them to do? Well, um, one thing I would suggest that they do is perform and write and play as much as they can because experience and like I said going through all those things is what makes you tougher and that's what makes you learn quicker is when you're out there and you're just doing it you've got to even though it can be scary and um, you know it, it can seem intimidating you have to get out there because it's like I said, it's the bumps and the bruises that make you who you are. They make you strong. And that's how you need to hone your craft. Continue to write. Continue to perform. Continue to use that voice, you know, so that you can keep getting it stronger and stronger. Get maybe some vocal lessons, you know. All, all that, you know, is so important to you know, you getting to where you want to be. So. Right. I, I, I agree. It's funny. I have, you know, I, I, every once in a while I take a saying from somebody that's going to be somewhere. I said, I got an angelism now because of the fact that it's, you know, the, the idea of, you know, something, not everything's perfect, you know, and, and you grow on okay. that, not everything being perfect every night, I think is going to be my quote to my clients of angelisms. That's going to be one of that. You're, now you're now in that book of, uh, of them. If I ever write a book on it, you get mentioned, mentioned in those too. So, mm, <laughs> but I, right. mean, I, I think that's some fantastic advice. Um, again, tell everybody where they can buy Angela Oliver, brand new EP out right now. It's on some radio spins right now. Make sure you're calling and ask for it. But uh, tell us where we can buy your music at, Angela. You can buy it at um, any of the digital downloads. So iTunes, CD Baby, Reverb Nation. You can uh, stream it, Spotify, and uh, YouTube, and others. You can also check out my website, AngelaOliverMusic.com. And 
And, you know, that way, if anything new is coming along, that's usually where you will find it. Or on my social media, which is Angela Oliver Music on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram. So, Angela Oliver uh, there as well. Um, and so, yeah, just, just check me out. Friend request me. Share you know, my uh, post and my music, and, you know, I, I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lifebox Media Channel is so much, so excited about the brand new release of Angela Oliver. We're going to push this out there. Very, very huge pleasure to having you on the show, my dear. I hope you come back in the future. And, I would be honored. And it's really been such a pleasure. Lifebox Media Channel, radio podcast here, chatting with country music recording artists, Angela Oliver, check out her brand new album. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Angela. Thank you so much, I appreciate it. You have a wonderful day. Thank you, you too.